Now you have a unique situation because you actually parented through preteen and teen years before you had a baby. Yes, I did. I got I got quite a bit of experience and my heart was expanded, but it was like this training ground that I think gave me more confidence with Ellie too, you know, because it's like, she's gonna be okay. That's what my husband always says. It's like, they're gonna be okay. You just You just gotta keep giving it your best. Welcome everyone to the Midlife Moms podcast. Here we are for another episode and I am excited to introduce the topic of being a midlife mom of really young kids. And we have a great guest with us today. Her name is Meredith Turpala. There you go. <laughs> and she's sitting right here beside me and I'm just going to let you say hi Meredith for a little bit. Hi everybody. I am excited to be with you all today and talk about being an older mom. <laughs> yeah, you, she is an older mom. She's got a beautiful young two-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meredith is in her early forties, but she's also been a, another mom, a stepmom mm-hmm. to three children who are now young adults. She helped raise them pretty much from the time they were about elementary to upper mm-hmm. elementary. Yep. Uh, was the primary caretaker for them. She's been married eight years, but she's also an author, a spiritual mentor, and a podcaster. Her podcast is Tune In with Meredith, where she encourages listeners to tune into God's voice in their daily life. Um, She's the author of the book, Healthy Voice, Life Beyond Weight, and she's a recovering addict from both alcohol and food addiction. Mm -hmm. She loves mentoring uh, young adult women and you just love pouring your life into people don't you yes i I just want to use everything god restored in my life to bring him glory and help other people get get through their struggles yeah but you've also been a professional so before you were an author so first of all she is the author of healthy voice life beyond weight and she's working on some brand new guides that will be coming out yes this first one is healing your heart wounds around food and weight um because we get kind of stuck in the food and weight and we don't get to, we never get to beneath the surface because right. we're always stuck on the surface. So that's what I want to help people with. Okay. And we'll give a little bit more information yes. about that in the yes. end, but we want to talk about being an older mom mm-hmm. of young kids. It's been fun <laughs> for me. We met um, probably, I'm going to say four or five right, years yeah, ago yeah. at a writer's conference. We're both from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And we're recording here in my home during a storm. So uh, you may hear our dogs bark in the background or hopefully like a branch not fall on a house. But Meredith, you are um, in early 40s and a brand new mom of young mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. And we were chatting a little bit beforehand. What do you think are some of the perks of being an older mom? Of We're, we're talking toddlers, toddlers yep. and babies, not just... Um, you know, I was an early 40 mom of, of a 10 year old. So Mm -hmm. there's a big difference there. Mm -hmm. I would say wisdom, life wisdom. Um, you just kind of are more, I guess, at peace. I am more at peace with myself, I guess, than if I had her in my Mm twenties. Um, and that, and I guess you're not as, I don't want to say perfectionist, Mm -hmm. but you're just, you don't think I have to be the perfect mom because you know, you're not going to be the perfect mom. And I think that comes with age. So I think uh, that's part, it's really just wisdom, life wisdom, Yeah. you know, and you, and you know, you have to trust God. You just, you know, you have to, because you, you can't get through it without 
I think as a, being a younger mom, there's, um, because I became a mom at, at 23. So mm-hmm. I was a really young mom the very first time. And I know I grew in wisdom as I got older, but there's, there is an element of feeling solely responsible for mm-hmm. the life of this child. Mm-hmm. And what I hear you say a little bit is you've just learned from your life experiences that you do have to trust God more. Mm-hmm. And how does that really kind of play out in the day in and day out? Letting other people help, I think. Um, not thinking like I was just telling you that I have to be everything to her at every moment of the mm-hmm. day and give her this perfect childhood and every act, every Pinterest activity. And, you know, it's accepting kind of who I am. And I see it a lot as just being, just trying to be a living example to her um, of Christ, because if I am beating myself up for not being good enough, which I still do, right. then she's going to beat herself up for not. I mean, right. how much do they model us, right? you know, at such a young age? So for me, it's, you know, we were just talking about, you know, I know who I am later in life as a writer and being okay with, you know what, in order to do that, I need the time to do that mm-hmm. and being okay with letting her go and let somebody else take care of her. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of, it's huge because you see so many other people that could judge you for that, right. you know, and that can make you not want to do it. Right. Which I think is very, very natural. I think when we're a little bit more insecure in our parenting abilities, mm-hmm. now you have a unique situation because you actually parented through kind of the preteen yep. and teen years before you had a baby. Yes, I did. I got, I got quite a bit of experience and my heart was expanded um, by these kids that they were not mine, but they were, you know, it's like the Lord just increased my heart, but it was like this training ground, um, for, you know, I did all the cooking, all the, um, the errand, the, you know, the errands, the chasing them back to school because they forgot a book, all Mm -hmm. that stuff that I think gave me more confidence with Ellie too. Sure. You know, because it's like, she's going to be okay. That's what my husband always says. Mm -hmm. It's like, they're going to be okay. You just, you just got to keep giving it your best. And it's kind of cool having a husband because he's, I'm 43, he's 53 and he's done it three times. Yeah. So I can be like, so is this normal? Like, so uh, having a sounding board, but. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, I'm a brand new grandparent. In mm-hmm. fact, as we're recording this, my grandson turns um, one today, That's awesome. um, but he's not my child. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I can come a little bit more with that relaxed atmosphere as a grandma, but my kids are still working through that parenting experience for themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's not, that's not really my place to come in and say, oh, they're just going to be okay because their fears are really real and their decisions of how they want to parent him and take care of him is real, but just that relaxed environment. So what is it like to be a peer? So what's it like oh. to have your, your peers who are in their 40s, something's like part of this um, midlife mom community. Like what are some of the experiences you have being a, a 40 something really young mom among others who maybe are even empty nesters or who are in the throes of that parenting yes. team? Well, ironically, my best friend uh, is she has six kids that she homeschools and three of them are in their teens and three of them are younger, you know, okay. you know, pre elementary, uh-huh. yeah, elementary. And uh, she homeschools them all and they have, you know, all this farm stuff. And I learn a lot from her because she's, we're, we're, we're only two months apart. Okay. Um, so I get to kind of walk with this woman who's done it six times. Yeah. And I find myself often saying, you know, I'm, 
I only have one. I can't, I really shouldn't be complaining about this because you have six. And she's like, you have to play with your one all the time. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know that's real. It is. And it is. It's like you feel bad complaining that you have one, but like you can't, you, if your husband and you want to get something done, you can't both get something done right. because one of you has to be playing with the kid. Right. You know, um, but and I have, we went to the beach yesterday after my Bible study with a number mm-hmm. of the women and you know, sometimes that's where my kind of insecurity can come mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, they have three and four and they've been mm-hmm. doing this a lot longer and they had their kids a lot old, younger. And I'm, you know, still kind of like, am I doing this right? Yeah. You know? So, and then you hear one potty trained earlier and it's like, oh, should I have done this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, those typical parenting questions that you doubt, but you also, again, trust because you're older. I don't, I don't ask those questions in fear. I ask them in Hey, what's next? How are sure. we going to handle this? Sure. Yeah. And you I, know. I think that's a great thought process because I think when you're younger and you're experiencing those things, most of your peers are experiencing mm-hmm. all of those things with you. Yeah. You know, you're, you're all kind of struggling through, but mm-hmm. you're learning from your peers, not from someone older, which a lot of times is really important. You know, we, I mean, mentors are good, but when it comes to, especially parenting really young kids, you know, you, Part of it is you do want to kind of figure out some of the stuff yourself. Yep. Yep. And actually I have uh, a number, actually, I always say some of my dearest friends are 20 and 30 years older than me in their Mm -hmm. sixties and seventies, because they can speak even better wisdom into me, you know? Um, And we have, we have some older women in our Bible study right now that really love to speak life into the young women, the young moms. And it's, it's awesome because some, I think sometimes older women are afraid to, sh- you know, share because they don't think that anybody wants to listen, right. or, you know, so um, I think it's cool to be older and to seek that wisdom, yeah. you know, and, but I do get sometimes when I'm around a 20 something, a girl that's had five at 24 or something. And it's like, wow, we are just in very different spaces. Yeah. You know, often I know for myself, we talked a little bit before we started recording that, even, um, so I had my youngest one in my early thirties, which still is pretty young now that Mm -hmm. I look back, but we were, we were the older parents with his peers Mm -hmm. because most of his peers were younger parents. So, um, you know, do you ever find yourself among maybe not now because she's more of a toddler, but like when you're in preschool or you're, you know, play dates or you're at the mall and, and she's kind of playing around, you know, the little play areas at the mall or at the playground, do you find yourself feeling kind of out of place among those younger parents? Yeah, a little little bit. But I also, it's funny because I really felt when I got pregnant that, wow, the Lord's going to give me a chance to um, encourage younger moms um, who may be dealing with this life stuff that I've worked through before having the kid. And he's still, you know, working that out. But that's what I try to be kind of like, okay, who's here that you want me to be present to, you know, because a lot of these young women don't have aging parents yet. They don't, you know, they haven't been, been through big stuff sometimes. Right. And I think that's incredible. What I, what I hear is that um, really Ellie is come at God's perfect timing for you to really expand your ministry among really not just now, but for the next 20 years, as you pour into younger women who you truly have a common bond among being a parents of kids who are the same age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's also given me, I have a passion for young women, as I put in my bio um, for mentoring young women, high school and college mm-hmm. age. And it's given me a bigger passion for them. Sure. Because my daughter is going to be that age sometime. Yeah. And 
I want to, you know, it's hard to change older adults, but if I can, you know, get these young women to really depend on God um, at that young age, you know, that is, that's huge because yeah. they're the girls my daughter's going to go to, yeah. you know? Yeah. So two things I wanted to, to talk about with you. One is you mentioned aging parents. So mm -hmm. what is it like to, um, we talk about being in the sandwich generation, mm -hmm. but you are parenting a toddler while also watching your parents age. Talk yes. to us a little bit about that. It's a little bit, well, actually we don't have, I lost my father 10 years ago this year and my husband, we don't have grandpa, she doesn't have grandfathers, mm, okay. but we have two mothers. One lives up Northern Michigan and we've, she had a stomach cancer this year. So we've mm -hmm. been going up quite a bit, at least every four to six weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is, it's, it's weary, you know, yeah. you get weary because it's a four hour drive. You're taking a toddler and you get there and because it's beautiful, people think, oh, it's it's gonna be a vacation it's like mm -hmm. no I get there and I'm caring for my aging mother-in-law right. I mean she's 87 and she's she's a fireball but she also can't do stuff by yeah. herself um and then my mom who lives in Philadelphia is out here for a month and she's mm -hmm. trying to find a place to move here and mm -hmm. it, there's a lot of anxiety there because yeah. I have my toddler but my mom is also trying to figure out what she's gonna do and right. how are we gonna move her and right and I start to think about, can I take Ellie? How will I be able to take Ellie out there? It's not up to me. Yeah. When it happens, if it happens, God's going to figure it all out. I think that's just something that I hope women are really encouraged by your comment you just made. It's all going to kind of work out. We'll yep. figure it out. It all fall in place because even as I was listening to you, so your mom or your mother-in-law, I think is the same age as my own mom. Oh, really? And my kids have grown up without... Um, a lot of grandparents. So mm -hmm. one of our set of grandparents have passed away and being older parents of older kids, mm -hmm. at least in my spectrum, um, you know, that's been difficult. I, um, my husband, and I've talked about this. We lost all of our grandparents, but one by the time we were 23. Mm -hmm. And so do you ever think about Ellie growing up and maybe not having grandparents? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard thing, but it's also what is so cool about that is we joke because it's like Ellie has multiple grandmothers because I mm. have had women come into my life and have been like spiritual moms to me yeah. who are like grandmothers to Ellie. So it's, it's like, I know God is going to keep putting women in my life that mm. are going to be like that to her. Yeah. I don't know. There's, it's like, I just, tr I just trust that she's going to have wisdom. That's not just going to be us. Right. You know? So, and I think there's going to be a whole other set of wisdom from her siblings. Sure. You know, when they come into their thirties and ironically, I have a brother, a half brother who's 25 and I don't get to talk to him much at all. He lives in Los Angeles. He's trying to produce in Hollywood, but every once he'll call me every once in a while. And it is just, he lays it all out there. And it's like, you know, he, he knows he can get real with me, Yeah, you know, and I'm how much older than him, you know, right. he could be your son. Uh -huh. So that's another another subject I wanted us to talk about, which is, so Ellie has these half siblings mm -hmm. who are her family. Mm -hmm. They're really, you are mom to all four of those mm -hmm. kids mm -hmm. because you really raised them. Mm -hmm. um, they're in their early to mid twenties. Mm -hmm. So what is it like parenting, not just twenties, you're not even parenting twenties and teens, you're parenting twenties and toddler. Yeah. 
So talk to us a little bit about that dynamic. I joke because it's like my brain is in two extremely different places, yeah. you know, because my stepdaughter is calling me not liking her job and crying to me. And she's like, do you have a minute? And it's like, okay, Ellie, okay. What do we need to talk about? Now she's in a great job and loves it, but um, they're dealing with really adult things. Yeah. And it's very different from, and it's hard sometimes when we have everybody in the house Yeah, and somebody, you know, you need to be present to one of the older ones, yeah. but the little one is, you know, going crazy. Yeah. You know, um, that's probably, that's where some of the difficulty is, is sometimes because you want to be so present to the older, but the, the younger one, it makes it harder. Yeah. And, you know, because they're in two completely different life stages. They are. Know? I mean, and the kids would joke, especially my, my stepson said to me last week, it's like, she's so much cooler now. I mean, she just used to just drink milk and sit around and cry. At least she doesn't just cry all the time now, you know? He, 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 he's like, she's not fun, you know? And now he's starting to really have fun with her. Yeah. And it's kind of being okay with that discord, being okay with, you know what? She's crying her eyes out right now. And I'm sorry, just kind of got to deal with it. Yeah. So talk to the mom who is afraid, who might be really fearful that, um, maybe they do have a tag along. So maybe they have those older kids or even in their teens and there may be a 10 year gap or more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talk to those moms who might be fearful about the family not bonding or about that younger one having a really different experience or, if, you know, just feeling, I think some, I think some moms of older kids have some real fears mm-hmm. about how's my family going to be a family because sometimes it feels like two different families. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's what I know the kids were kind of scared for her to come along in mm-hmm. the beginning. They were real hesitant. Like, what is this going to be like? You know, and they wonder, are, are they going to, are we going to be as close to them? And, mm-hmm. and there, I think if you just, you know, it's about that quality time. I mean, cause you get less time the older they get. Mm-hmm. So when you do get it, it's about letting them bond. And, um, being okay with, you know what, they're going to be in different, always going to be in different seasons of life, but they're going to love her where she's at, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not going to look perfect. It's not going to be, you know, uh, we joke because it's like, I'm probably going to be a grandmother and my daughter's going to be babysitting my grandkids. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's going to happen. Yeah. And uh, we're going to laugh about it. And that's kind of, I think what part of it is, is just having a sense of humor about it. And like, like when my, when I got married and all the kids were moving into the house and we're all, they're all walking in behind me and moving all their stuff. And I'm like, this is not the perfect start to a marriage, but you're going to do something with this God and I'm going to trust it. And, you know, I think if you just let go of that, it all has to look perfect and trust that God loves the messiness. You know, he loves the brokenness. He, you know, make, that's why we moved the house we moved into the people that lived there before it came out of a divorce. Uh-huh. And I was really excited because I'm like, we get to bring new life into this, yeah. you know, cause my husband had been divorced before my parents had been divorced. And I'm like, we get to breathe new life into this. Yeah. And now people come to our house and like, it's such a peaceful place. And it's a place mm-hmm. of retreat. I don't know. That to me is the greatest part is you know, my, my daughter will probably be walking down the aisle doing the, being the flower girl for my older daughter. Right. It's going to be weird. Yeah. But it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you, you talked about a lot of things that I was just thinking through that, that as a counselor, I often kind of have to work with people through like some of those issues like divorce, mm-hmm. um, remarriage, mm-hmm. helping kids feel like they belong, having um, kids who don't know what to do with that half sibling who is 
from the new union. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I've heard from you is that everything that God brings you has been a gift, mm -hmm. even in fertility. So let's yes. finish up and talk a little bit about yeah. that because mm -hmm. I know probably, probably most women when they're younger, don't think I want to grow up and I want to be a mom when I'm in my early forties. Yeah, no. Um, so, <laughs> or do we think we want to marry? I don't think right. I married one of divorce guys. So right. <laughs> so, um, I think having, having a child later in life comes about because of some life situations mm -hmm. that you didn't think were going to happen mm -hmm. a particular way. So mm -hmm. talk a little bit about just encourage that mom who may be even secondary infertility, yes. perhaps they had you know, a child in their twenties and they're still longing for that or twenties mm -hmm. or thirties. And they're still longing for that child. Just let's finish up this broadcast talking yep. to that older mom or even the mom in, in twenties or thirties who are struggling with infertility and, mm -hmm. and the reality that being a mom for them may be in their forties. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say trust that God has a plan, um, with it because I, I didn't even think I was going to, I, w I didn't even want to try and have a kid when the, when I was parenting my, my stepkids, mm -hmm. it was like, it needs to be about them. They need someone. I need to be that stepmom for them. You know, I, I have to be here for them. And, and then when I did, it was, it was not easy. Yeah. And, um, we went through a lot of, you know, it was like three or four years of waiting and trying things and waiting and trying things. And I think the thing that kept us steadfast when we started was, okay, guy, we don't know what this outcome is going to be. We know we want a kid, but we trust that if it doesn't happen, you have a better plan than we have planned. And that was our thing the entire time. Mm -hmm. um, we just never made it about, I want this. Why aren't you doing this? Mm -hmm. This has to happen. And I would be like, okay, if you just want me to be a stepmom, mm -hmm. then I'm going to learn to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And I love my stepkids and and maybe that's what what it's going to be. But mm -hmm. then he blessed us. And it was like, okay. I would just, you know, don't let that season of waiting um, and grieving that what you're not having define you. Mm -hmm. You know, trust that God wants to define you as you are with that or not. He wants you to see how awesome you are, whether you have that or not. I think um, every woman mm -hmm. at every stage of life can benefit from that wisdom. Yes. So where can they find you on social media? Um, you can find me, um, my Meredith Turpilek Shaler looks like Schaller. You can follow me there. I also have a author page, Meredith Turpilek, T-E-R-P-E-L-U-K.com. Yes. So you can find me there and then you can find me on any uh, page for Tune In with Meredith. I took the summer off with my podcast, but I'll be starting them back up in September and would love for you to follow. I try to do them weekly, bi-weekly. So um, would love to have you. And so. I want you to go over and continue to hear her <laughs> wisdom. Um, I've been blessed by just oh, being with you, you during thank this time, you. but also, especially if you struggle with food issues, mm -hmm. uh, I want you to check out her healthy voice, life beyond the weight, mm -hmm. and they can find that on Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, all of the additional information about Meredith with the links will be in our show notes. So uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being with us. And we'll see you all next week.